0: And that is what the book of Acts is all about. Thank you for joining us. Come back next week and think about how you can play your part in the early church of Acts. God bless.
1: Wow, that was so good. I wish I lived during the early church time so I could, so I could experience this stuff. What do you mean? You know, the Holy Spirit coming on the believers in a rushing wind and flames above their heads, speaking in different tongues, seeing, praying for other, experiencing miraculous healings, praising God together in each other's homes. It's incredible. I wish that stuff happened like that today. It is incredible, but God still does that stuff through his believers today. Well, yeah, but you don't really see that stuff happening here, do you? Maybe, or maybe you just haven't heard anyone talking about what the holy spirit is doing i don't know i guess Hmm. why don't you come over tomorrow night i i have something i want you to see Welcome, Barbara. We're sharing our testimonies. Please join us. Patricia, would you continue, please?
2: Yeah, so like I was saying, I was at Safeway, walking down the ice cream aisle, and there was a woman coming towards me, and then I felt the Lord nudge me to talk to her, and I had no idea what to say. So I looked at her, and I asked, How are you? She paused, stared at me, and just louder than a whisper said, Are you really asking? Yeah, I affirmed. She began weeping and told me everything that had happened to her that month. Her sister had passed away unexpectedly, and then she lost her job. She told me she didn't feel like she had the strength to go on anymore. I prayed for her right then and there, right in front of Ben and Jerry, and then I gave her the name and number of a friend of mine who's a grief counselor. I didn't really know what else to do. But she thanked me through her tears and told me she felt lighter already. It was pretty cool.
1: That is incredible. Isn't it amazing how the Holy Spirit can use us when we listen to his voice? Even if it's simply just listening to somebody who's grieving. That's amazing. John, did you
2: have something to share? Okay, first I want to thank everyone who's been praying for my grandpa. He went to a healing and prayer service this week to continue to get prayer for his cancer when he went into his doctor appointment the next day they could find no trace of his sickness it was
1: completely gone praise jesus that's amazing wait 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 So are you telling me the holy you speak to the holy the, the holy spirit speaks to you and then you do what he says you pray for someone to be healed and then he heals them Yeah, of course. The God of the Bible is the same God that we serve today. And the things that happened in the Bible still happen today, too. Just like the early church in Acts. Exactly.
3: Ashley and Kyla, you also killed it. Good job. <laughs> well, it's our family service. I love it. I love it. Kids, we're gonna play a game. and You gotta get a prize. So move on this side because I gotta I gotta see if you're if you're doing the game correctly. Okay, I gotta gotta make sure you're playing the game correctly. So we're gonna start with the game because it is family service. So if you're able to stand up and play Simon Says with us, which hopefully. A lot of us will join in. Stand up, and you're going to Simon Says. We're going to we're place, and the winner will get a prize after service. I have a candy bar, full-size candy bar just for you, with your name on it. All right, stand up. So Simon Says, this is how it works. You, everyone, I say Simon Says, do something, you do it. If I don't say Simon Says before, I say do something, and you start doing it, you're out. Okay? Very simple. So we'll start with something really easy. Pat your head. If you pat your head, you're out. ha <laughs> uh, great. Simon says, pat your head. Just pat your head. Uh, Simon says, keep patting your head. Simon says, with your other hand, pat your nose. Stop patting your head. If you stop patting your head, you're out. Sit down. (laughs) Simon said, stop patting your head. If you stop patting your nose as well, you're also out because I didn't say stop patting your nose. Okay. Simon says to rub your belly. Stop oh, patting your nose. <laughs> stop patting your nose. Simon says, stop patting your nose. Pat your nose. If you pat your nose, you're out. This is awkward. This is, is. Alright, rub your belly, what is it? Pat your head pat your head. That's the other thing people say. If you pat your head, you're out. <laughs> Simon says to pat your head or rubbing your belly. Let's see how coordinated we are. I can't even nope. Okay. Alright, there we go. Stop rubbing your belly. Stop rubbing your head. Patting your head. <laughs> I didn't say Simon. Okay. All right. This is taking too long. Uh, Simon says, be under the age of 18. Anyone? Addie wins.
1: <laughs> Addie, you won!
3: Woo-hoo! <laughs> Wait. Is there another one? Aaron, are you still in? Okay. Stand up. we got to go. we got to go. Okay. Here we go. Both of you. Okay, Keep, yeah, there we go. Simon says, stand on one leg. Jump up and down while standing on one leg. (laughs) All right, put your other foot down. Simon says to put your both feet down. Simon says to jump up and down. Stop rubbing your head. (laughs) Hattie, don't give up. Don't give up. Simon says to stop jumping. (laughs) Start jumping again. Stop jumping. Simon says to touch your nose without, with your hand oh, on your head. You both get candy bars. <laughs> They're too good. They're too good. I, I couldn't get them. I couldn't get them. Which brings it to me that I think kids are better listeners than adults sometimes. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. But that's why I want to take those listening skills, and I want us to listen to the Holy Spirit today. That I feel like the Holy Spirit, he's saying something. To each and every person in this room, young, old, doesn't matter what age you are, doesn't matter where you are in your walk with Jesus, that he wants to speak something to you by his Holy Spirit. And so let's pray and let's get in the message. Well, Jesus, I just thank you uh, for your family. Uh, that's what we are, Lord. Young and old, we're family. We're in the body of Christ. And there's something powerful about that we get to gather together. Lord, we want to hear from you. Lord, would our ears be open to hear from you? Lord, would I only speak the words you want me to speak? Lord, I, I it can't be me. It has to be you. It has to be by your spirit. So, Jesus, would you speak a word to each person in this room? Would we be open? Would we just let our hearts be open now? In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, I'm talking about today how we can be a light to the world. All of us. And I think it's applicable for all ages that we all can be a light to the world. Uh, Ephesians 5.8, it says this, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So here it's saying, when you accepted Jesus into your life, you were in darkness before, but now you are in light. Both young and old, no matter what your age, when you accept Jesus, you were in darkness, and now you are in light. How many of us would say, I was in darkness before I met Jesus? I don't admit that. I mean, right, come on, you see all the hands raising. Most of us in this room would say, yeah, I was pretty, I was in darkness before I met Jesus. But that's the beauty of being a Christ follower. It's the beauty of it. That no matter where we came from, that no matter what we've done, when we're in Jesus, we no longer have to walk in darkness. Now we can walk in light. We can, in other words, we can walk in the new life that Jesus gives each and every one of us. That's a beautiful thing of being a Christ follower. But what I love is at the end of this verse is it says, he tells us to walk as children of light. So first he tells us we are light. We're no longer dark and we are light, but we have to walk in it. It's like, well, if we are light, why do you... Because it's a choice. We have to walk in it. We have to choose to walk in the light. I think a lot of us forget that we're supposed to be a light. And a lot of us hide that light. And we don't shine it for other people to see the, to Christ in us. I think we forget about it. We, we forget about it every day. When, when the Bible says we are called to be a light on a hill for others to see Christ in us. But yet sometimes we don't let it shine. Matthew five thirteen through 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. We are light to this world. We're supposed to be you're Christian. We're supposed to be a light to this world. That means in our schools. That means in our workplace. That means in our community around us. That means in our families. Please, in your families, be a light. Yet, like I said, some of us are forgetting that we're supposed to be that light. We have that light in us that we should be shining to the world and we're just forgetting that it's there and we're hiding it away. I think some of us maybe are living a life that shines a light when you're at church or when you're around other Christian friends. But then when you get alone and you get in your normal day-to-day work life, you don't really shine that light. you kind of hide it away. I think some of us maybe have a great introspective or personal life with Jesus, where you're like, "Oh yeah, I, I spend time with him in the morning, and you know I think about all these theologies and really want to get to know who He is and all that stuff. but it's all private, all individual. And yes, Jesus wants you to spend time with him, Yes, Jesus wants you to study His word, Jesus wants you to do all those things, but you're only doing half of what He wants you to do. Because God wants you to tell people about Him. God wants you to show people who He is. You can't... A relationship with Jesus is too... Yeah, you want to spend time with Him, get filled up. But then, what do you do with that? You share it. But some of us are just so like, well, I have my own personal relationship with Jesus, and that's private. I don't want to push it on anyone. light It says to be a light to the world. That our faith isn't just for us. It's for other people around us. It's for everyone. I think some of us think that our... Uh, our life is a light is like a it's like a light switch or, or a phone flashlight, right? Where you where you go like this and then you turn it off and you think you can turn it on, you can turn it off and you can turn it on again. You're like, Oh I'm be, I'm a church. Gotta shine that light, gotta be a Christian, gotta in my actions and in my words, I gotta be a good Christian. Oh, well I'm I'm at I'm you know, well I'm at my job and it doesn't really matter. I'm just working, getting the work done. Oh, well, yeah, I gotta Go go to this church event, got to do this. In class, I'm in class or in school. It doesn't really matter if you're a kid. I don't need to shine the light. But when I'm at home, better make sure I'm doing it at home. Or yeah, There's just so many scenarios where you turn it on and off and you think you can do that. But we can't. <laughs> like The reality is, is the light's inside you. If you believe in Jesus, what you're doing, you're hiding it. You're not turning it off. You're hiding it from people. We're a light on a hill. We have Jesus inside of us. We are called to be a constant light wherever we walk. Where we go, how are you being a light in every circumstance? Are you letting the Holy Spirit lead you at any moment in your life, wherever you're walking, whatever you're going through? Because let's be honest, as a Christian, if you say you're a Christian, one people should know you're a Christian. If they know you're a Christian, they're watching you. Even if they don't say they are, they're watching you. They're seeing how you walk. They're seeing how you talk. And so you're going to portray something to them. Are you, are you hiding the light that makes you special, which is you being a Christian in the light of Jesus, the light of the Holy Spirit through you? Or are you hiding it away? Are you showing it? Because you already have their attention. You can shine that bright light towards them. Because when you walk into the room, when Christians walk into the room, an atmosphere should change. We're a light. Things should change. Things should be different. People should see there's something different about you. There's something different about each and every one of us how we walk, how we talk, it should get people's attention. Wow, that's weird. (laughs) Some some people will be like, you're weird. That's fine. Some some people will be like, push back and and attack you. But guess what? Some people will be like, wow, wow, I I desire that with all my heart. But I think a lot of us just don't walk in that light that is making us different. We Sometimes we just try to fit in with this world. We're not called to fit in with this world, people. We're not called to do that. We're called to be a light in the darkness. Philippians 2.15, it says, That you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in this world. And I think we can agree, this world is far from God, but also they're hurting. A lot of us are hurting. So many people are hurting There's so much darkness There's so much pain going on right now And not just our community But almost every person And a lot of people They're walking through really hard things But yet we can be a light in the midst Why? Because we have hope We have the hope that Jesus brings Pastor Laura even said it
2: You know, and like I
3: said Even some of us right now are walking through really hard things. We had a lot of hard, heartbreaking things happen this week As a church body And we look around, but we're still here. We're still here. We're here praising Jesus. We're here worshiping God. And why? Because we have, what our church says a lot, we have joy with tears in our eyes. That yes, we sorrow, but we have that joy with tears in our eyes. And we have that hope in Jesus. But there's a lot of people in this world who are hurting the same way and don't have that hope that Jesus brings. And we need to be portraying that hope and that joy and that light that Jesus gives to us Everyone needs that Everyone needs that And they experience that through us And it's not for ourselves That light isn't for ourselves To be like, oh, look at me I'm so awesome and different And, and you know, like the Pharisees were doing No, it's not that But it's to reach the broken It's to reach the hurting To the world around us Acts 13:47 Says, for the Lord has commanded us, saying I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. We are called to show Jesus to our friends, to our coworkers, our, the te- to our teachers, to our the fellow classmates, family. Please show it to your family. I think sometimes when we get home from work, we're tired and we don't want to, we feel like, oh, I'm just going to let my flesh out. Don't let your flesh out. You, you be a Christian all the time. You show your family what it means to follow Christ. Your home isn't the time to let it down. Your home is the time to shine bright. At all moments, but, it's, but why? Why do we shine light to those people? Why? To bring salvation to those around us. That's what he says. He says, I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. So that's why we're a light. To hopefully bring people along this journey with us so they can see Jesus and accept him. So there's a question. Are you walking in that light? Each of us. And young and old, all of us in this room, we have to daily ask that question. I think it's a daily choice. Am I walking in... The light. Am I walking by the Spirit of God inside of me? I uh, last week, uh, I if those who are here, Rich Taylor gave a really powerful word when he stood up, and he said, "We need to wake up. We need to wake up and start sharing Jesus to the people around us in our communities. We need to start inviting them to church. We need to start waking up and be Christians outside these walls to reach our community. And that and that was perfect because it was like Lord, that's I feel like that's what you want my message to be." And it was already working in me, but I was like, wow, Lord, like, yeah, we need to wake up. We need to know that we're a light. That, that's the real. We need to know that we are a light and that when we walk in that light, that we influence others. That when we shine, things change, atmospheres shift. When we walk in that boldness and that light that Jesus gives us, we take risks for Jesus. When we invite people to church, when we pray for people, that's what brings salvation to others. But it starts with us acting as Christians in every aspect of life and this could look different. I think a lot of people in here and you could fall in this category like, well yeah, I showed Jesus through my actions. Voice hmm, through my actions. I think that's great. I think it's true. I you got to show the fruit of the spirit. I Totally messed up this song yesterday, but it was like the fruit of the spirit's not a coconut. The fruit of the spirit's not a coconut. If you want to be a coconut, you can't be a fruit of the spirit cuz fruit uh, cuz spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, got goodness give gentleness, and this gentle this self-control. And don't self Self-control. It's a song. It was great. I just figured I would sing it so we all would remember the fruits of the spirit. But yes, we would act. We would. Our actions should portray that as Christians. Are you showing love and peace and patience, kindness with your actions? And this should look different than the world's version of those things. Everyone's like, "Yeah, let's love, man. Yeah, I want peace, man." But that's not the peace that we have. That's not the love. That's not the joy that we have. Joy for everyone else is happiness. Like just, oh, I'll get whatever makes you happy. <laughs> That's not our joy. That are we showing the joy, the love, the peace, the fruit of the Spirit of, from God, from the Holy Spirit? Are we showing those things to other people around us? But I would say this. A lot of us say, okay, it's in our actions. But I think it's in your words, too. Each and every one of us, you can't just be an action. God wants, sometimes wants you to use your voice. Like Rich Taylor said, we've got to speak up. Are you radically willing to reach others for Jesus? Not just with your actions, but with your words when Jesus asks us to. Which means sometimes praying out loud for a person. And I get that scary to some of you, but if you let the Lord, he'll point someone out to you that he says you need to go pray for that person. It happens to me all the time. I don't like it. it. My heart races. It's terrible. But the Lord uses me. And you pray out for people, and you pray out loud because he prompts you by his spirit. People to tell your story with. You'll come with people in life who you have an opportunity to share your story with. And you'd be like, well, I don't want to, you know, share my story or what if they reject it or... No, be bold. Be bold. We're Christians. (laughs) Like, share your story. Invite them to church. Invite them to youth group, youth kids. Invite them to youth. Invite them. And that doesn't fix everything, but it's a step in the right direction to use our voice for Jesus. You know, for youth, start a Bible study at your school. That would be amazing. I've heard, like... That, that's changed so many people's life in my school because somebody went up and said, I'm going to start a Bible study in my school. Or even just having you with your friends. <laughs> I mean, that's stuff can change. for all of us. I, I meet with somebody one-on-one to walk you through life with, influence them with your words, and also because they didn't see your action, but walk with them one-on-one. That has cha- radically changed my life. More than a preacher up here saying something that's really good, and those are great, and I take a lot from them, but the most influence someone had in my life is someone sitting down with me And just walking life with me and being a light in my life you need to be a light in somebody's life who are you walking with if you're not walking with somebody find someone to be a light to and intentionally yeah be a light to everyone but intentionally to be in their life and walk with them be a light to them through their life as a light like who are we influencing because Rich Rich Taylor was right he was right this church isn't going to grow without us being light to our community. It's just, just reality. It's not. We're, we're just not going to—it we, we, starts with us. And yeah, growing our church isn't the ultimate goal, right? But bringing life, change, and salvation, that's not going to happen either if we don't start being lights to our community around us as Christians. That starts with us. Because the reality is, I, I just, I just want to see people in, in this region reach for Jesus. I want to see them come alive. I want to see them have joy. I want to see them have the hope that we have. And that should be all of our hearts. Because guess what? That's God's heart. And our heart should be aligned with God's heart. <laughs> say, yeah, there are a lot of people that don't have what I have. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't believe in Jesus. And that's really hard for them. Can you imagine how hard that must be not to have that hope? That that should inspire us. Man, I can share that? Praise Jesus. And I'm going to say this. And... It's kind of bold, but I'm gonna say it anyways because I feel like the Lord told me to I think a lot of people are leaving the state right now i I know a lot of people are leaving the state right now because of hardships and the season we're living in a lot of people are looking for a first ticket out of here and I get it mandates and mass and this market here is ridiculous <laughs> everything's so expensive but you know what I'm not moving I'm not moving even though the season is really hard on me and my family for a lot of the same reasons you would say it's hard. I get it. There's all of those manda- all of those are really hard in a lot of different ways. Because see, it would be so easy to leave. It would be so easy. But I see a lot of fruit in this area. And it's ready for the harvest. In this area right now. And I am called to be here. I am called to be here in this area for such a time as this. In the, Puy- in the Pacific Northwest, I am called to be a light to the people around me. And I'm not looking for a ticket out of here. I am here because there's people here that are hurting. And there's people here that are so far away and radically. And they test all of my political agendas, all of my things, all of my conscience. But guess what? There's also in the midst of that people who are ready to receive Jesus. And that starts with us. And if people just leave because of the hardships and the things going around, well, guess what? Who's going to reach this generation? Who's going to reach the people here? Because they're ready. And so are we going to stand up and respond and how Jesus is asking us to respond? Because I'm called for such a time as this I'm called I'm called to the community of life spring. I'm called It's not out of convenience because it's close to my home That's not that's I am called here Because I want to be used by god to be a light to the community of people he's calling me to Which is here right now And I I believe everyone in this room You're here Right now for a time such as this How are we going to shine our light? So, are you wanting to be used in this season? I believe God wants to use us. We are here right now to be used, and our light should point nothing to nothing else but Jesus. This isn't the time to hide it. This season, it's not the time to hide it. And let me say right now, people are so hungry in this region. They are so hungry for Jesus. Just this last Monday, I we had youth group here, and and the Lord gave me a picture when I was preaching to you, before I was preaching. And he said there's three calls I want you to give like rededication rec- like just to go for and then one was salvation and and I was and I was like Lord just touch all of their hearts and I was I just had a, vic- a vision of everyone r- almost everyone in the room raising their hands for one of those three and we have 20 something youth so I mean I'd be like okay <laughs> and the Lord gave me a vision like and then when you do I want you to boldly say if you raise your hand stand up and watch them all stand up and and I was like, okay. And I was like writing my sermoness. Well, if if you know, only a couple of them raise their hand. I'll say this or this. And God, no! You boldly share. You boldly share what the vision I showed you. And the youth, at the end at the end of, the sermon, they all raise their hand. Almost all of them raise their hand for something else. And you see, almost all of them stand up when I raise that. And four kids gave their life to Jesus that day. Four kids. And they are so hungry. They're hungry people. They're hungry because why? Because they see that this world is not the answer. And they see this world is not enough. And they see that hope and that light, that us leadership team shines to the youth. They see the light in us and that I want that. I want that. I want to be a part of that. And that each and every one of us, we should be at light. I had a friend reach out to me just a couple weeks ago who was hurting. He, he, had, he has a lot of things going on in his life. And he just reached, and he's from high school I haven't talked to in a long time. And he, he's not a Christian. And he's like, I'm just struggling. But why do you reach out to me? It's like, because I, I know you're a good one. Like he said to me, I know you're a good one. Which to me is like, he knows I'm a Christian. He knows I am have a light inside me. He knows I'm different. So he came up to me and I met with him. And he just got to share all of his struggles, all of his hardships. And I just got to encourage him. And I just got to say, talk about how God has changed my life radically since high school. And all that God's done. But why? Because he saw through my Facebook, through how I act, through how I walk with other people. He saw that I was a Christian. He saw that I was different. And I wasn't the Christian, because he was hurt by a lot of Christians. I wasn't the Christian that he was hurt by. I was different. I was different. I was real. I wasn't fake. I wasn't hiding my light when I say I'm a Christian, but don't show it. I shined it. And I don't do it all the time. I'm not perfect. <laughs> but that is an example that all of us should have people around us that see that in us and say, I'm wondering, can I meet with you? Like, what's different about you? Because people should see the difference. People are hungry. People are hungry. People are hungry. And this isn't the time to hide it. Like I said, this is a time to shine it brighter than ever. Right now, in this community, where we're called. We're not called to leave and run away. We're called to stay and reach the people in this area, in the Pacific Northwest, for Jesus. Because I'm telling you, I told you two stories right there. People are hungry. And yeah, you're going to receive flack. And yeah, I think we've all received pushback of different ways. But even in that pushback, some people have their arms wide open ready to receive. So we've got to be willing to go out. Uh, worshiping, can you come on up as I close with this? Um, if you want to get out your phones, uh, all of you, if you don't have a phone, kid, you could, uh, kids, uh, you can use your parents' phone or a device, anything. Um, I love this analogy, I was thinking about this, how, you know, we to do like a Mariners game or, you know, any stadium, a concert or any of those things. And you look across the stadium and one person starts to do this. And then soon across, like yeah, Kent Ross did it. Oh, everyone! And then people just start joining in. People just start joining in to start. And then soon, what happens? Like a group, couple groups starts doing this, and it goes across the stadium. And a couple groups are doing this. And then eventually, after a while, what happens? The lights are covering the whole stadium. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, I love it. It's the favorite part of a game or anything. It's like, oh, that looks so cool. The lights everywhere, shining. For Jesus, not for Jesus, but for the Mariners. For Mariners! <laughs> but I think that's so, I think this is the same analogy. That it starts with a small group of people. Let's say LifeSpring. Where we go out and we shine our lights to our community. And then what happens? The people cross the stadium. People in our community, what, what do they see? Some people see that light. It's like, oh, I want to be a part of that. Let me, let me turn on my light. Let me say yes to Jesus. Let me, let me show my light to people. And what happens? And they go to their circle of friends. Hey, here's my light. Here's my light. And then they start. And then soon, what do you have? Then you have a stadium or a church or a community full of people shining their light, not for the Mariners, but for Jesus, but for Jesus. And I think that's for each of us in here, that it starts with a small group of people, just like those people who boldly, no one else is doing it, No one else is shining their light, but the people in the stadium, somebody started it. Somebody started that light, and it grew, and it grew. And that us as a community today can say, okay, let's do this together. If we all walk out of here radically following Jesus and saying, I'm going to shine my light to the people around me. (laughs) We start seeing people come to Jesus like never before. We have enough people in this room to change our community. If we all radically followed Jesus and recommitted our lives to say, I'm shining bright for you in every circumstance, in every scenario. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us where we have been. But today, starting today, I'm going to shine my light. And I'm going to bring others with me. Because we want to see this place on fire for you. We want to see revival. We want to see people come to you like never before. So are you willing to shine your light in the area, starting today? That is today the choice. You say, I'm ready. I'm ready, Lord. So how will you use this light this week? How will you use your light this week? All of us, young and old, how will you use? I want you to think about it for a second. How will I use it this week? Where have I been hiding it? Where do I need to expose it again? And maybe in those areas, people are going to be like, What is wrong with you? You look radically different than you've ever have. Like, well, I'm choosing to shine Jesus now. That today you can make that choice. Because I see a lot of light in this room. <laughs> There's a lot of light in this room. In your actions, some of you, I can just see it through your actions. But some of you, in your words, that you, you just the way you speak, the way you talk, I can just tell you're Christians. And I think the world needs to experience that part of you too. So who will you pray for? Who will you invite to church? Who will you share your story with? And like Rich Taylor, let's wake up. Let's just wake up. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. This is, it's a ripe harvest. Let's get ready to shine our light to our community. Because even in the darkest times, which we're in some dark times, we're lights. We're lights. All right, let me pray. And then we're going to we worship him to lead us one more song. Maybe not. Ava says no. It's okay. <laughs> well, Jesus, I just thank you that, we are, that we're your children. That we are children of light. That's what your word says. That we can be lights to the people around us. Lord, forgive us. Forgive me, where I've hidden my light to the people, some people around me, to the community. To when I let it, my guard down, I let my, I let my, I don't listen to Your Spirit when I'm walking through my everyday life. Sometimes I forget that I'm a light. Lord, remind me this week. Remind me for the rest of my life, every single day, that I am called to be a light for the kingdom of God. That I can shine that brightly. Lord, I pray that many people would come to salvation through Life Spring Church in this community. That it would start here. That us, a small group of people, would say, Yes, Lord, I am going to radically follow you and shine Jesus through the way I talk and the way I walk. So, Lord, I thank you that today we get to be a part of something you're already doing. You're already doing it, Jesus. And we get to be a part. And we can't wait. In Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Lord. Well, hey, it is family day and one of the reasons we're intentionally doing family day for the last year or so is Kids and children's ministry on those types of things, it's easy to just kind of put them off in the corner and make them go upstairs, and, and they can really easily be forgotten. And we don't want any of our kids to feel forgotten. Like that would be the worst thing in the world. And so I'm calling an Audible. I figured since it's family day, we could sing one of my favorite songs to sing with my family. So, Ava and Addie, if you guys want to come on up, and we're actually going to need your participation on this one. So, everybody stand to your feet. It's the Fruit of the Spirit song. And uh, here's the deal. When we, I'm going to ask them what fruit we want to do. When, you, uh, when they say the fruit, we're going to figure out whatever that uh, hand motion is. You're going to have to do the hand motion with us. But then when we go through that list of the fruit of the Spirit, it's kind of like the hokey pokey. So you kind of just go, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Hey, and then you do it again. Now, if you struggle with balance issues... You might want to just stay here with the hokey pokey. Don't, don't do the spin. The spin might be a little difficult, but if you want to try the spin, try the spin. But um, let's go. We'll start with you. So what fruit do you want to do?
2: Watermelon. Okay.
0: Watermelon. And you have to kind of draw out the watermelon, right? Watermelon. So it goes like this. The fruit of the Spirit is not a watermelon. The fruit of the Spirit is not a Watermelon. If you want to be a watermelon, you might as well hear it. You can't be a fruit of the Spirit, because the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Hey, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All right, that was really good. Give yourselves a hand. That was amazing. All right. But that was just the warm-up, right? We, we got one more. What, what, I know what you're going to do. What, what fruit do you want to do?
1: Dragon fruit.
0: Dragon fruit. This is my favorite too. So dragon fruit is, and you have to get the, tss, tss, and I have no idea why that is a dragon. But dragons go. Tss. Oh, that's okay. So do your best. Everyone practice dragon fruit. Okay. So the fruit of the spirit is not a dragon fruit. The fruit of the spirit is not a dragon fruit. If you want to be a dragon fruit. You might as well hear it. you can't be a fruit of the Spirit because the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Hey, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Give it up for our helpers. <laughs>